0: this is the day the lord has made we will rejoice and be glad in it it is a joy to be with you this morning joy is not the absence of trouble or difficulties but joy is the presence of christ and Christ is in this place this morning. And to hear, I was Sharon asked me, you know, is everything all right? She was asking me a question there on the bench earlier. And I said, yes, to hear the chatter and the joy that you have of greeting each other and being together. It's that joy that is wonderful to sense as we come together in the presence of, of our Lord. Today, I don't want to uh, disagree with what what Barb said. I just want to add, though, that today in Russia is Easter. So they would be saying, um, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. And today there are thousands in Eastern Europe that are praising the Lord because there is a freedom that they have today that they didn't have 25, 26 years ago. And so I want that to be an encouragement to you that God is on the move. Although sometimes we look at things or I look at things and think, Oh Lord, when, when are you going to move this, you know, to the next step? And I get a little bit impatient, but I, I consistently say to myself, when God, you know, when I, when I think that God's not moving or when I think something's not happening, Something is happening. God has his ways. And God's timing isn't my timing, thank goodness. But God's timing is always perfect. And I trust that you have found that in your life as well. When you're discouraged and wondering why you aren't having answers to prayer or things aren't happening in the timing that you want. But then, as you look back and you say, Oh, Lord, thank you. Because his timing is perfect. So it is good to be with you, it's good to be able to share the wonder of what God is doing on the CIS field and to thank you for your support, because it's through your support that is enabling myself and those that I work alongside to be doing what we're doing over there. So we're just an extension of you, I'm the one that gets to go, you're the one that gets to be here to be um, the prayers, and the, prayers and, the, and, and the givers. Money is important, no doubt, but prayer, prayer is worth gold. And I just want to encourage you that prayer matters. And I've sensed it time and time again in my own life. Times when when there would have been an accident and I can immediately say, Lord, thank you. Thank you that those back home have been praying for my protection. I've been healthy, I was sharing with Barb, she asked me you know, about my health and thank goodness, in 24 years I can count on one hand how many times I've been sick with a cold or with the flu. God has blessed me with good health. But again, I still believe that that's because of the prayers, because of all that I have to do, all the traveling that I do, that God has kept me healthy. And then there are those times Not so long ago, a couple weeks ago, matter of fact, when I was still in Moscow and things just were not going right. And I kind of chuckled to myself because I stopped in my tracks and I said, Lord, somebody back home is not praying today. (laughs) So just remember, when you forget to pray, somebody's missing out on a blessing that um, you would have been a part of. So I'm excited, I'm excited to be here, I'm excited to share with you. Let's have a quick look at geography, just so you get a picture of where where I'm at, what I'm doing here. This is the world, the Church of the Nazarene, for those who aren't familiar, they divide the world up into six regions. Now you'll say, Linda, there are eight colors up there. I know, I can count. Um, Canada and U.S. go together as one, all right? And Mexico, Central America, and the Caribbean are Mesoamerica now. And then the other four have remained as they are. Now the red, go ahead and click one more, the red section Whoops, you know what? It just didn't follow. That's okay. Let's go back one. It just didn't... Uh, there were some other little ones in between there. That's fine. Eurasia, the red area, is the region that I serve. And then within the region, there are five fields. And the five fields represent um, North, Northern Europe, Central Europe, Western Med, South Asia, and then the CIS. Go ahead. Whoops, yeah. Okay, let's go back just one. Okay, so the CIS is made up of... 12 countries. In 1992, when the Church of the Nazarene entered, we entered in two places, Ukraine and Russia. Go ahead to the next one. Today we are in nine countries. We've added, just within the last three months, we added three more countries because we added the Baltics. So pretty soon you're not gonna hear the terminology CIS because there is no commonwealth of independent states. They're all independent countries, many of which don't want anything to do with Russia. There are a few that still have allegiances to them. So CIS, it, it just doesn't fit anymore. We have Latvia that we just entered two months ago, and then the ones in blue are the ones that we do not have presence in at the moment. Go ahead to the next one. These are the folks that I serve alongside, ones that would love to be here to say thank you. Thank you for your prayers. Thank you for your giving. We have been able to be recipients of alabaster funds that have helped us to build churches, and without them, we wouldn't have the congregations meeting seven days a week if they would like, because we would be renting a facility. And for renting a facility, you can only have it so many hours on a Sunday. And so we are blessed, blessed because of you folks back here at home that are part of the big, bigger family. There's Davida and Tanya Cantarella. Davida is Italian, Tanya is Russian, and they're serving in Belarus. We have Trino and Anna Hara. Trino is Costa Rican, Anna is Armenian. And uh, they've been married five years, and they are serving in Armenia. And Trino has just been um, asked to be our our director. Um, Then we have Daniel and Sonia Kim. Daniel and Sonia are Korean and they're living in the far east of Russia, in Vladivostok. They are tent makers. Then we down the bottom right, we have Sergei and Irina Talalai. Sergei's Ukrainian, Irina's Russian. They met in one of our theological classes there in Moscow and they're serving in uh, Moldova. Uh, You may have been familiar with um, um, the Sukhanans. Uh, Becky and uh, Kyle. Becky and Kyle were in Moldova. As of December, they've come back to the States. And so they're planting themselves in, in a city in Washington, or, or Oregon or Washington there. But Sergey and Irina uh, have remained there, and they're doing a wonderful job. Then we have Hiram and Yanni Galvez. Hiram is Cuban. Yanni is Venezuelan. And they're serving in Tbilisi, Georgia. I'm I'm in Moscow, and then Alexei and Olga are Russian. They are from St. Petersburg area, and they're the ones that just two months ago went and started our work in um, Riga, Latvia. So God is on the move. We have excited folks that are wanting to plant new churches, and those are the ones then that that I'd like you to just kind of see a, a facer if the Lord brings to mind a, an area that you can begin to be praying for them you see this morning when I prayed for coming to church I was praying that as you entered this morning you would enter one way but as you leave you would be en- dis- um leaving differently than when you came I don't want you to just be stirred we can all get stirred we can hear a good song and we can stir- be stirred but I want you to be changed I want you to be changed in a way that God would desire to use you, whether that be in your neighborhood, whether that be in your church, whether that be in your workplace. That is my prayer for you this morning. Of course, I'd love to have people say, I want to be a missionary. I want to go. We do. We dearly, dearly look at each one of us. Each one of these units represent one person, one couple in those countries. We need more folks. The, the, the landscape is 11 time zones. Canada is large. You have, I think, four time zones. I know the U.S. has four time zones. You may have more. 11 time zones. We need workers. We need volunteers. You name it, we need it. And so I know that the Lord has something specific for each one of you. I know many of you are retired. But God is still in the business of using people. And I know that he has a specific, specific job for each one of you. And so my prayer is that as you leave today, you will leave different. That God will impress upon you someone you can be praying for, something that you can do in your community, something you can do in your church, or even uh, the ability to, to go over on a work and witness trip or be a, a volunteer of some nature. So those are the ones um, that I get to the privilege of serving alongside. Go ahead to the next one. I delight in trusting God. I delight in trusting God, go ahead, because I know that his ways are far better than anything that I could imagine. I've learned to delight in trusting God because I have plenty of examples where God's ways have far surpassed mine. And it is a delight to see his plan unfold. My story begins with a simple um scripture of psalm 32 8 the lord says i will guide you along the best pathway for your life i will advise you and watch over you in hebrews 13 5 he says i will never leave you or forsake you and in joshua 1 9 the lord your god is with you wherever you go well my travels took me from eastern nazarene college on the east coast go ahead to the next one to northwest nazarene there in in nampa idaho and go ahead to the next one and i had the privilege of living in boise idaho for 17 years and teaching and i thoroughly loved teaching i thought i was going to retire a teacher quickly i you know idaho has a rule of 90 when your age and your year service add up to 90 you can retire it was 1995 i knew how old i was i knew how many years i had taught i began adding by twos and i figured it out i'd be able to retire by the year 2012. only problem is it's past 2012. i'm not retired i'm no longer a teacher at least in the public schools. And why is that? Because God had another plan. Go ahead to the next one. I'm sorry, go to the next one then. God had another plan, and he opened a door for me that I could have never imagined in my wildest dreams that would be offered to me. And when he opened that door, I had a choice. I had a choice to say, yes, by faith I'm going to walk through it, or, yeeks. I'm not so sure, Lord. I had security in Meridian, Idaho. I had security in my job. I had tenure. I had families that loved me and they wanted their kids to be in my class. If I walked through that door, I was giving up a job, a job that I was not guaranteed I would be able to come back to. So I prayed. Chuck and Carla Sundberg were the field directors at the time. Carla is one of our general superintendents right now. Chuck and Carla sat me down in their living room after three months of being in the country. I was there as a volunteer. I was going to do it for a year. I figured anybody can do anything for a year. Think about your lives, how many months? What's 12 months out of a lifetime, right? So Chuck says, Linda, the Lord has impressed upon me to ask you, would you consider staying on? We get a new position, we get a new uh, uh, person to add to our team, would you be that person? And he said to me, which was very important, he said to me, I don't know why I'm asking you, but the Lord is impressing upon me to ask you. You know what, I am so thankful for his obedience. Because if it wasn't for his obedience and asking, my last 24 years would not have been as fulfilled as they have been. So may that be a reminder to each one of us that when God asks us to do something, sometimes it's not for ourselves. The obedience is not for ourselves, but it's for someone else. And in my case, that was how it was. I prayed about it. I had such a peace that I knew it was right. Because that week... Um, Jess Mittendorf, who was a general superintendent who's now retired, he was a pastor at the time he wrote in our devotional uh, it was Coming to Apart and in that devotional that week he wrote peace is not something the world can give peace is not something that you can conjure up peace is a gift of God and when you have peace you're at the right place at the right time for his purposes did that hit me between the eyes I had a peace that meant this was right SO I WALK THROUGH THOSE DOORS, GO AHEAD, I TRADED, uh, uh, GO AHEAD TO THE NEXT ONE. I TRADED A BEAUTIFUL CAPITAL CITY, GO AHEAD FOR THE NEXT ONE, TO A MUCH LARGER CAPITAL CITY, GO AHEAD TO THE NEXT ONE. I TRADED A HOUSE FOR APARTMENT LIVING, WE ALL LIVE IN APARTMENTS. THERE ARE NO SINGLE DWELLINGS WITHIN THE CITY LIMITS. YOU HAVE FIVE STORY APARTMENT BUILDINGS, Uh, MINE IS A 17 STORY BUILDING, I'M ON THE the FIFTEENTH FLOOR, GO AHEAD TO THE NEXT ONE. Um, THANKFULLY MY ELEVATOR WORKS MOST OF THE TIME, GO AHEAD TO THE NEXT ONE. I traded cold winters for even colder winters, go ahead to the next one. And I traded civilized parking for every man for himself. You see the cars that are parked in front of other cars? Well we have a habit that if you do that you leave a little phone number on the windshield and the person can call you when they're ready to, to, to leave. And then you have to just wait until they come. Go ahead to the next one. Well I traded a beautiful uh, family there in Boise, the Boise First Family for the Moscow First Family. Go ahead to the next one. And I uh, traded a lot of knowns for unknowns. And if I had known at the time, in 1995, of all the responsibilities that I was going to be responsible for, I could have been overwhelmed. Because today, I'm the accountant for all of the funds that come through those nine countries that we are in. Um, I I work with children, I work with our young people, I help to lead the VBSs in the summer, organize that, I teach English, and when work witness teams come over, I'm a tour guide. But you know what? God gave me what I needed every step of the way. He doesn't give us more than we can handle. And may that be an encouragement as well. Go ahead to the next one. Looking back allows me to look forward, trusting him. That first step of faith was 24 years ago, and I am as excited today as I was back then to see God's, hand, God's plan unfold. God doesn't call the equipped. He equips those he calls And so if he's calling you to do something, he will give you exactly what you need. We have no excuse. We have no excuse to say no if we sense him calling us to it. If he brings us to it, he'll bring us through it. So um, I delight in trusting God. Go to the head there. Thank you. The exciting thing about trusting God is that his ways and his plans far exceed ours. And I'm sure at this point, many of you could be saying amen. You've seen in your own lives how God has been faithful. My question to you, though, is have you been faithful in sharing that with your children, with your grandchildren? I really feel impressed that we're missing out on sharing the answers to prayer that are happening in our lives and that the younger generation is missing. They're missing out because we're not sharing. How many of your grandchildren know how you came to know the Lord? They need to be hearing, and may that be something that you leave here today thinking, hmm, I wonder, I wonder if my children know, I wonder if my grandchildren know, and then do they see how, when you're concerned, that you don't fret about it, but that you take it to the Lord. Fretting does nothing but wear you down. God doesn't desire that. You're wasting a whole lot of energy. Do your children and grandchildren know that when you come to those situations, when when you don't know what to do or which way to go, where do you go first? Do you go to the Lord? Just a thought to be thinking about. Well, as I, go ahead to the next one there. Whatever God commands, he enables. Go ahead to, to the next one. And uh, God always empowers the choice to obey. So how does God desire to empower you? Maybe it is to a ministry in your local church. Maybe it's to a call to short-term missions or maybe to full-time missions. Maybe it's to take more time to pray, knowing now how much I'm telling you that prayer matters. It matters in in my life. There's so many needs, so many opportunities to serve. Your availability is the key. And again, I would not trade one day out of the 24 years that I've been over there for anything saying yes to the Lord. And his will and his way I rejoice with the psalmist in Psalm 107 1 giving thanks to the Lord for he is good his faithful love endures forever he cares about the details of your lives he never gives us more than we can bear so if there's nothing else that you leave here today with may you leave knowing that God cares about the details he desires to be your source of strength and he has a plan for you that far exceeds anything that you could ever imagine well, those 17 years that I spent in public schools as a teacher um, and all the experiences at Boise First in leadership and have prepared me for the ministry that God had in store. Go ahead to the next one. You see, VBS and working with kids um, has always been a joy of mine. Well, God took that joy and just replanted me in a different place. This is Armenia, a little country nestled there below Georgia and beside Turkey and Azerbaijan. And in armenia we started our work in 2002 go ahead to the next one we came to the city we had a little apartment that we were renting two-room apartment and we decided that we were going to have a vbs why because we found that people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care and so we know that reaching children is the way into the families because in armenia Children are very special to the families. So we went to this little city, and uh, we talked with the school director, and we were able to rent the school. Now, that hasn't always happened um, in in time since. The Orthodox Church has come in and said, this is our territory, get out. But when we first started, the doors were open to us. Go to the next one. So we rented this school here. The schools are named by numbers, not by names there. And uh, we had a VBS for a week. Now, when we first entered, um, I, I was not told that in, it is culturally not possible to say no to just close the door when you come to a certain number. It's a good thing I didn't know that because when the children started coming that Monday morning, and I had told the fellow that we were working with, you know that that 70 would be a good number, you know, to stop at, and he politely said, okay, 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 I saw 70 go by, I saw 80 go by, I saw 85, 90, 95, we had 130 children come that first week to a VBS, we had no idea what we were doing, I took seven people with me, I was wet behind the ears as far as bringing teenagers from four different countries to come start a a VBS, we were, we were inexperienced, and I'm thinking, Lord, what are we going to do, 130 children, there's seven of us, that's it, that's it, Lord said, well, didn't you just finish a double sessions at school because a new school was being built? Have double session VBSs. So that's what we did. We divided everybody that first day into two sections. We said, you come in the morning, you come in the afternoon. And the Lord provided the energy we needed for that full week. Go ahead to the next one. Okay, there they are. Okay, that was, there. That was a good portion of them. Um, and then the next one then the following year we came back and we started in another community in Akrian. we started in this little house go ahead to the next one and we started in the living room and that's where the church began, go ahead to the next one. There was a container left on the property because in 1985 there was a huge earthquake that destroyed a good portion of groomery, the city five minutes down the road. And the containers were sent by countries giving humanitarian aid and then they were left on the properties. Or well, we don't leave a container unused, we use everything that we can find and so we used it as a Sunday school classroom. Go ahead to the next one. And there the children are gathered in there to have Sunday school while the moms were in, in the living room having their church service, we were having Sunday school. Go ahead to the next one. Well, with the help of work and witness teams, we were able to purchase the shell of this building, and then the work and witness teams helped to finish it off. Today in, in, in Armenia, we have four churches. We have three self-standing buildings. One is a subdivided former school, and then we're running a facility in a brand-new city. God is on the move, and he's using for us there, he's using VBSs to be a key in meeting Um, Bridging that gap between church and community. Go to the next one if you would. Last year in Armenia, those were the VBSs that those little churches had. We know that we're not reaching everyone. But if we reach just one, that's one more. And why do we do it? Go to the next one. Because we know that God will use children and children will, will, will... Um, Be the ones to bring the parents agreement. So we had last year 28 locations all over the CIS had 1,350 youth and, and children participating in those many leaders many helpers go to the next one Why do we do what we do go ahead to the next? The children their acceptability towards the gospel is higher than any other age group. You've heard that terminology four to 14 well This this is supported by the statistic that 85% now, sorry, this is a a U.S. um, statistic, but 85% of adult Christians in the U.S. accepted Christ when they were children, similar to the age group of four to 14. Go to the next one. Scripture tells us, Jesus said to me, let the little ones come to me and do not hinder them for the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. Proverbs 22, six, start children off in the way that they should go. And even when they are old, they will not turn from it. Go to the next one. Little do we know which one of these little ones are going to be our next pastor, Sunday school teacher, youth leader. We don't have a pool like you may have here in Canada with uh, people uh, that are pastors or associate pastors that move on to be the senior pastors. We don't have that. Ours are homegrown. So we need to be raising up children that are grounded in the Lord, that have a desire to serve the Lord. Go ahead to the next one. This year we're going to use the the work, the... um, the roar, which is from group, um, and it's, it's, the whole f- emphasis is when, when life is unfair, we've changed it, they, they use God is good. We, for our terminology, we need to use God is still good. All right, so when life is unfair, God is still good. When life is scary, God is still good. When life changes, God is still good. When life is sad, God is still good. And when life is good, God is still good. So pray for the CIS field, Every week, somewhere between June and August, I don't know if your churches in, in the area put out signs to show that they're going to have a VBS, but when you see that sign, may it be a reminder to pray because, again, someplace across the CIS, those are those nine countries that we're in, there will be something going on with children. Go ahead to the next one. We anticipate 38 of our churches having VBSs, in, including 1,500 participants. Go ahead to the next one. Well, a new day is dawning, and uh, God is still on the move. I'm reminded of Steve Green's song, Find Us Faithful. Oh, may all who come behind us find us faithful. May the fire of our devotion light their way. May the footprints that we leave lead them to believe, and the lives we live inspire them to obey. Yes, my prayer for this morning is, may all who come behind us find us faithful. Faithful to give an answer for the hope that we have. Faithful to share God's faithfulness. Faithful to be an encourager to others. And I pray that as you leave, you'll take your children or your grandchildren's names and you will begin to pray specifically for them. That God would keep them. That that they would grow in the ways that he would desire them to grow. And then I pray that as you have encounters with young people who, who aren't sure which way to go or what to do, that they not not be so worried about what they should do, but that they should act on where they're at right now, stepping out, being the example that they should be where they're at. And God will open the doors. He will provide a way. He loves us. He desires the best for us. And I, last night, as, as Andrew drove me to where we were staying, I, he pointed out your church, and I saw the cross that was lit. And I pray that this church will be a beacon a beacon that those in your neighborhood would come and find safety, would come and find Christ's love. And I know, I know that the concern for some, as we were sharing, Andrew and Barbara were sharing with us, of, of the, the middle age group. You're, you're, missing, you're missing a little link here. You're not too many teenagers, not too many that. And so I pray, I pray that as you pray specifically, that God will begin to move. And he will begin to move in ways that will amaze you. Go to the next slide. Because God is a God who does immeasurably more. God is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to his power that is work within us. Go to the next one. God is a God of immeasurably more. And I desire that he use you in this community to be that lighthouse that is needed. May you go forth encouraged. Go forth with a spring in your step. God is on the move, and he desires to use you in ways that you can't imagine. Thank you for the opportunity to share. Thank you for your prayers, and uh, look forward to sharing with you as, as we gather for a, a lunch and uh, appreciate the time that you've given.